0: episode 125 of Shannon on Batman. I am currently sitting right next to Kyle in Michigan as he slowly opens a beer. Oh, that's refreshing.
1: Also, may I just point out this setup we're using right now is pretty ghetto. So if the sound quality is not to our normal levels, uh, my apologies. I don't have a proper setup for multiple people in one location, so we're making do uh, with Limited equipment at the moment.
0: I mean, it's better than... It's probably going to sound... I'm probably going to sound better for the first time in like five episodes, so... Yeah, maybe. So, episode 125, we're going to be reviewing Aquaman. Aquaman. I've seen it. Kyle's seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it. it. And uh, right now it sits at over $500 million at the worldwide box office, so that is pretty good pretty good stuff That's a big number I think it did what 72 million on the first week but every it sounds like every uh box offers release you know you had Aquaman, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse there's a lot of competition in the theaters right now so we're gonna review we're gonna break down the things we liked didn't like a lot of stuff that we loved too so oh yeah um so, Kyle, where did you see it? When did you see it? And uh, what was your overall impressions of Aquaman?
1: I went down to my local cinema here in Ann Arbor, the regular cinema 20. Saw an IMAX 2D one fateful morning.
0: I, you went on a morning?
1: I went, I went on a morning, like 9, 930 or so is when it started.
0: You went at 930 in the morning? To see Aquaman, yeah, buddy. You got up early to see Aquaman. Friday morning.
1: Let me tell you, it was it was a pretty good experience. Was
0: it, uh, theater packed? There was maybe
1: ten people in the theater, but granted, it's like nine thirty opening day, so the weekend before Christmas. Weekend before Christmas, yeah. Uh, but like, but it's not the things you know. The theaters are not having any issues getting those tickets sold.
0: No, I don't. I, my theater was pretty packed for a Sunday at like eleven. Okay. I yeah. think there was like 15 probably seated 200 people, probably like 15 people yeah. that were uh maybe maybe 200 is too many, maybe 125. 200? I don't know. Well there there are like only 10-15 seats that were empty on a Sunday at 11. That's a good sign. The day before Christmas. Yeah. Was that Christmas Eve? I I've, I've lost the day.
1: The day before Christmas would be Christmas Eve. No, no, no,
0: when was Christmas? Was it Christmas on uh, Monday or Tuesday?
1: Monday would have been the no, Tuesday, Sunday would have been the twenty third.
0: Okay, so Christmas Eve yeah. was Monday because we were recording this on Wednesday. So you saw it in IMAX three D, two D, two D. I, I saw an IMAX two yeah, D. I, well. I, I didn't
1: bother for the the three D. That's not really my my thing. Uh, but I'll take a nice large two D image just fine. Nice sound quality, and uh, you know, even though it wasn't three D or anything. I still found it to be probably one of the most visually impressive movies I've seen since Avatar.
0: Avatar came out, what, 2009?
1: Uh, 2000... Might have been 2008, but I could be totally wrong on that. that, It feels so long ago when that came out.
0: I feel like 2009
1: was when it came out. Maybe maybe it it was. (laughs) Yep, 2009. Live
0: checkage. 2009. Um... So what about the film? You said it, you know, it's one of the most thrilling cinematic experiences you've seen since maybe Avatar. want you to jump into that a little bit.
1: All right. So getting the obvious out of the way first, there's a lot of CGI in this movie. Pretty much every scene that takes us underwater is CGI, and even quite a few of the scenes on land, I feel like, are pretty heavily CGI'd to a degree, uh, especially maybe in the earlier half of the movie. But... um Regardless, you know, like one of the thing, one of the big takeaways from Aquaman for me was just the sense of scale on everything. Nothing ever felt small. I guess maybe the smallest we ever really feel in movie are the scenes that take place at the the lighthouse there, where uh, Arthur's parents are, were born. Well, Arthur was born where his yeah. parents live, and all that.
0: I missed the first five minutes.
1: Yeah. It really like the first five minutes all that happens in that part of the movie is just that's when uh, Arthur's father finds Atlanta like washed up on the shore brings her in starts taking care of her and they fall in love and, and the movie kind of just proceeds from there that's, that's maybe like the
0: smallest the movie ever gets um, cause I, I mean even that sequence there's like that big badass fight scene between there is a, there is a fight scene there yeah
1: when the, the Atlanians show up to try to bring Atlanta back in uh, but other than that though everything else in the movie is just huge like you get scenes where you're in the underwater utopia of Atlantis and it's one of the, like the largest cities I've ever seen brought to the screen or you get the scene like uh... spoilers by the way I don't know I don't know if we mentioned that before but there's probably going to be spoilers in this podcast um, but like the scene where uh, the big tidal wave is coming towards the shore right after uh, Arthur and his dad are driving home from the bar even that, it was like, wow, that is—that's actually a pretty massive tidal wave coming right at uh, not only the main characters but the, the like the camera, the screen, and all that. Um, and and then of course like the scenes later in the movie where they're in Italy and they're like running on the rooftops. It just feels like there's so much space at work here that there's so much space being utilized for every every scene. It's, it's actually
0: really impressive to see. Um. What were so so? Well, give me some more pauses about the movies before we jump into next. And we're talking about the overall story.
1: Let me uh. Let me just say a little something something about our boy Black Manta here. Absolutely perfected on the screen. I actually was really surprised how much they spent on kind of introducing. Who he was, and why he doesn't like Aquaman. They they set that whole conflict up very nicely. I to, thought that
0: was pretty stereotypical, but okay, go in, go on.
1: I mean, yeah, the the whole uh, you you kill you got my father killed. that uh, you'll pay for this.
0: It's a little generic, a little
1: cliched, but it it actually does provide proper reasoning why he wants to try and kill Aquaman throughout the rest of the movie, rather than just being like, oh. I'll, It'd be probably worse that he was just like, I'm just a mercenary for hire that was paid by the Atlanteans to go kill this guy. Which they they technically do, but he has more motivation beyond just that. Just beyond getting paid for the job. Uh, but no, like, the, the parts where he he tries to fight Aquaman, gets his butt kicked, and then eventually has to upgrade his arsenal, uh, and then fight, to finally fight Aquaman but then he doesn't just accept the upgraded weapons from the Atlanteans. He goes and uses his own smarts to tr- like upgrade them and modify them in a way that better suit his fighting style, to uh, more to better suit his own needs. Uh, specifically adding that laser beam to his helmet there, you know, classic Black Mana stuff. I, I absolutely adored the way he was portrayed in this movie. What did you think of the action in the film? Most of it was pretty top notch, in my opinion. I mean, it wasn't probably the—I wouldn't say it's the most mind-blowing choreography or anything like that. But most of it all was very satisfactory. It all felt pretty intimate, especially uh, in the battles where you have uh, people fighting with swords and tridents and stuff like that. A lot of the melee combat was good. Uh, And then there's the underwater. Well, eh, I'm thinking about the underwater scenes were kind of cool looking, but. Maybe you didn't really feel the impact of everything that was going on. You, you didn't really feel much for, uh, like the soldiers and all the the sharks and stuff that were
0: dying in those big battles. Um, what I okay. So overall thoughts of the film. Um, what were your overall thoughts on the film? And then like, we'll we'll really try to dive in, pun intended, <laughs> on some of the things that were really thought. Um, o- overall. Even though I have quite a few criticisms to throw at the movie, uh, we'll get to that
1: in a little bit. Uh, but like despite my criticisms, I will be giving it quite enjoying the movie. It was a very fun, very uh, enjoyable movie. Great visuals, great characters. Uh, it's it's not going to be for everyone. There's definitely a couple of things here and there where maybe it gets a little too goofy or, or for what people were expecting from a DC movie. But uh, overall, I would definitely highly recommend it. And it's up there amongst the better, amongst the best of the DC movies we've had so far.
0: So my overall thoughts on the film is I loved it. I think it's my favorite DC film as as of today. I want to see it one more time just to kind of like, kind of get like an overall because you're just immersed from the moment, uh, the, you know, the first frames. I mean, like I said, I missed the first five minutes. So that's, to me is important. But there was never, like, a dull moment on see, on screen. I mean, uh, there are some things that I could have done without. I thought the film was probably, like, four minutes too long. Um, I thought that I really would have preferred a more, more fleshed-out narrative. I mean, these are just my minor minor issues with the film. Um, I I loved it overall. Like I said, I think it's my overall my favorite. It's definitely the most entertaining of the DC films so far. Like, there's not a... Missed opportunity on screen. James Wan is was very ambitious with this. He not only was able to capture and you know what it was to be, what it was like to be underwater, like this Avatar meets Lord of the Rings esque feel to it, but he was able to really flesh out and build worlds within worlds throughout. You know, Aquaman. I mean, the moment where we finally see. Aquaman and Orm face off in that like the little white city, or or where the kingdom is, or whatever that is, and it's just like all white. And that's something I've never seen before. And like not only just like the underwater stuff, you know, how this film was primarily, um, made you think like you were underwater. Like I thought that stuff was very effective. I like the like I said I like the world building of it, and I love James. James Wan, I, I love what he was able to do with, you know, the time that he spent. I think there might have been one or two sequences that were shot in IMAX. Definitely think that final battle between Orm and uh, Aquaman were shot IMAX, just how the, it was framed uh, and all that stuff. I, I overall, like, was v- and entertained throughout. There wasn't, like, really a dull moment. It's very emotional. The, the tale was pretty damn good. Um, I really thought that Momoa really kind of, you know, he's not the greatest actor in the world, but he kind of was able to um hone in on who he thought this character was. And he was basically born for this role. Like, I can't see, you know, how, like, Hugh Jackman was and is Wolverine. Like, Jason Momoa was, like, made for this role as Aquaman. I can't ever picture anyone else in it. Uh, I think that he really was able to flesh out a good chunk of what who the character was in this film, and he him, you know, when you finally see him all uh, jacked to the gills, pun intended, that final battle sequence, uh, you know, with the classic Aquaman costume, I was like, wow, this is so impressive. I really like Patrick Wilson as Ocean Master or Orm. I liked uh, Willem Dafoe. I even liked Mara, played by the ex-Mrs. Johnny Depp. I thought everyone in the movie was strong. Um, my really only quips or issues with it was that the I didn't think the narrative was as tight or as interesting. It was pretty much a run-of-the-mill type of storyline that was... Mm-hmm. really didn't go deep enough. Here's another pun didn't go as deep as I wanted it to. You know, it was very surface level. But other than that, those are just minor issues with the film. But that it, you know, played strong amongst the crowd. Everyone was really getting into it. Like I said, I think it was like four minutes too long. But other than that, I really love the score, too. Oh, yeah, the score was excellent. I like it. That's something that we both kind of missed in that first little go around. But I thought the score was, I was really impressed with the score. Like, really impressed. I mean, I wish sure they would have uh, played some of that trailer music and made that kind of a central theme, but I guess we'll take what we can get when it comes to that. If only. Um, what what how what is your overall thoughts of Jason Momoa as Aquaman?
1: I thought he played the role pretty dang well. Um, there, there was definitely some skepticism from me when he was first cast as. Aquaman back in, uh, what was that, BVS? Yeah, back in BVS. Um, not, wasn't really sure how this uh, tatted up kind of big server dude was going to be able to play the role of Arthur Curry. Uh, but I, I think, like you said, he's done a really good job of kind of making the character his own while also still so resembling some aspects of the original character, keep it, keeping the spirit alive in a way. Uh, but make it make it his own for sure uh, Going forward, I, I definitely hope he continues to stay in the role. I, would, I want to see more of him I felt like uh, with the way he was playing the character in this movie. He was just having a ton of fun of it. Like even more so than In uh, Justice League it, Every time he was on screen, he was just like kind of like Smiling laughing having having a good time with it. So yeah. Yeah, I'm def- I was definitely into it Can't really complain about the performance there.
0: What do you think the overall direction by James Wan?
1: Oh yeah, fantastic! I I feel like this is actually, uh, well, like besides maybe Wonder Woman, this is one of the few movies we've gotten that really stuck to a vision. Like it really fulfilled the promises of the concept, uh, specifically with like all the underwater scenes we got. Just just like bringing the scale of the ocean to the screen is no small feat. And the fact that he, James Wan, was able to actually do that in a way that was breathtaking at times was something I really admired. And, um... Not really, well... Hmm. I was gonna say something, but it's kind of slipping my mind now. But yeah, overall, I thought James Wan did a fantastic job with the direction of the movie, bringing the whole package together in a satisfying way.
0: What did you think of the writing, like the overall narrative, the plot, the script? Eh, might have been one
1: of the weaker aspects of the movie, especially the like the main narrative that the the characters go on. Um, we were, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, and I I made a comment that basically was like. I found uh, the the quote unquote subplots of the movie far more interesting and enjoyable than the actual like main narrative that was going on, um, because if you re- if you really break down the the story, it fulfills that uh, uh I don't know what you call it the like the the story of the hero's journey to a T without like any deviation from it, uh like with, with the sense that like the, this, the movie starts and our our hero rejects his destiny and then uh, something happens uh, like threatens his family so he has to then go and try and take down the big bad guy to fulfill his destiny it doesn't work out he and the love interest go after the MacGuffin. they get the MacGuffin, and then once they have the mcguffin they're able to take down the big bad evil guy and he's able to fulfill his destiny like i just spoiled the whole movie right there but at the same time, you could argue I spoiled a lot of movies with that little breakdown there because that it's pretty, it's a pretty common, pretty generic storyline. But um, needless to say, you know, it, like it works for a reason. There's reason why a lot of stories kind of copy that template in a way. It, it just kind of works. Uh, I, like I wish they would have done more with the the narrative arc there, but. I guess that's what the uh the subplot's were for. I found um uh, like the story with Black Mana trying to get revenge more interesting than the main plot, uh the story about uh Arthur's dad trying to reunite with uh, Atlanta more interesting. Uh, and uh, the story of uh William Dafoe's character trying to keep his cover while betraying the throne. That was also more interesting than what what else was going on.
0: Everything to me just kind of felt surface deep. Like, they didn't really go. I would have liked to have them explore, you know, more of Arthur's, you know, backstory a little bit more, I guess. Or they would have explored more of one of the subplots. But other than that, like, when it comes to the overall story, to me, it was subpar. Like, it serviced what I needed from this film. Like, it didn't go. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't as deep. Or is memorable, but it was so entertaining and I would I would take that over, you know, some other, you know, superhero films that we Like I would take what we got from this film over what we got in say Venom. I mean, I would have preferred like my own personal preferences are not gonna I'm like looking at this objectively. What did it work? Did everything make sense? It was definitely not Fantastic Beast two.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> like,
0: you knew what was going on throughout the entire movie. You knew what their motivations were. Each one had their own, like, story thread that they kind of, like, had to go on. Like, from Merida, to Black Mana to Orm to, you know, Arthur to Queen Atlanta. Like, everyone had their own, and they were all very much... Everyone had, like, everyone's journey had a beginning, middle, and end. I just wish that they would have fleshed out... A little bit more of, you know, maybe the story of young Arthur or his training. Because that training montage, you know, which we got very extensive in Batman Begins, was pretty brief in Aquaman. Mm -hmm. We got, like, a very brief, you know, little training montage in Man of Steel as well, where he's trying to learn how to fly. I would have preferred a little bit longer sequences for that. But like I said, these are just minor issues that I have with the film. I love the film. Like I said, it's probably my favorite DC film. I just got to see it one more time to see oh, yeah. what my issue, if my issues that I have with it are justified. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I, like, cause you're taking in so much, the overall aesthetic of the underwater sequences, the overall aesthetic of the world that, you know, James Bond, James Bond, James, <laughs> James Wan, he established. So I'm, I'm very happy with what we got. Um, there's definitely places that they could have gone. They could have done something a little bit different. pretty it was pretty vanilla, the story the plot. And let, I'm not saying that's bad. It had to do something, it had a it had a it had a purpose. there were things that were done in it that were all very interesting. and I'm glad that we got what we got. What did you think overall of the villains, Kyle? I
1: absolutely loved the way Black Man was portrayed. Now, I know you're going to disagree with this, but I found King Orm to be a little bland. Uh, nothing against Patrick Wilson. I, th- I think he's a good actor, and I think he did about as good of a job as he could with what he was given. But I, I really did find Ocean Master, or King Orm, or however you want to refer to him in this, just kind of bland. He was bland. He was just kind of like, I'm the king, and I, I rule this place. Now everybody's going to follow my rule at least, at least after I shot my brother here you know it's just like okay alright what, what's your personality though I'm not getting a, an actual sense of what your personality is beyond I'm the king you you just kind of like walk around and sh- proclaim that you're the king of Atlantis and you're going to become the ocean master soon and just like alright okay I get you I get you um if it, if it was like Maybe they overly relied on the fact that he has a relationship with Aquaman and some other characters already to kind of carry that through the rest of the movie. Like the fact that he, the fact that he's already uh, like, uh, Aquaman's half brother, they're like, okay, right, cool. We don't really have to go too far into his motivations for why they don't like each other. You know, we could, we could just, boom. They, uh, they have a sibling rivalry. Uh, he, he, he's, he's upset about. Aquaman existing because it kind of got his mother killed, supposedly. Uh, we'll, we'll go from there, you know. Like we'll, we'll just let kind of play out from there. Uh, I, I wanted a little bit more out of out of the character. Um, at, at least they left the door open so that maybe he could return down the line. He can make a return in whatever movie they decide to do next in the in the line here. Uh, but also with that being said I also wanted to see more Black Mana because I feel like they actually did do really well with that character they really did do a good job of giving him a personality giving him reasons why he uh, detests Aquaman and wants to take him down it's just that he didn't get as much screen time as I would have liked the kind of build up to this big fight in Italy uh, like two thirds of the way through the movie and then at that point he kind of just gets taken down and we don't see him again until the post credits
0: scene. I thought that the, uh, I really liked both uh Black Mana and Orm. Um I thought they were both well done like the overall look, the aesthetic, their motivations. I just wanted more from Black Mana. Like like it kind of left a like a nice taste in my mouth. I was like I want more of this. Give me more. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, Black Mana was really well done. I liked his motivations. Um, I thought that uh, the person who played Black Mana played it pretty spot on. The This look of it looked amazing. The action with with him. I just wanted more. Give me more. Yeah, absolutely. Give me more. Give me all that Black Manna. Um, I really liked uh, how Patrick Wilson really honed in on this character. This, like... This anti-heroic bad guy whose motivations were, you know, he, he wanted to be king because he was full-bred and his brother was half, you know, half-breed or whatever they said. So, that stuff was interesting. Um, I just, there's so much to love about it. Well, usually, you know, we, there's more to talk about when you have issues with a film. Like you sit back and like, man, I really didn't didn't like that because of this. When you have a film that you generally like, really love and respect, and all that stuff, it's just hard to kind of like peel back those layers and say, here's why I like it because of this. You can only you can only slice that bread so many different ways when you really thoroughly love a movie going experience. And this was a movie going experience that I haven't experienced. Ever. Like, I've never... The only other time I've really kind of experienced this would be when going to see Avatar, where you're just taking to this whole other world that is so very interesting, you want to see more of it. I would have preferred seeing more of Atlantis over, you know, seeing... um Then going to the Sahara, you know, mm-hmm. that stuff. As important as that stuff was, um, I just thought that it would have been more interesting to see... Atlantis, you know, the different kingdoms and all that stuff. And the, granted, the, what we did see of it was good and satisfying. I just, like I said, more. Just give me more. It's like it's like Mr. Smith and, you know, the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, more, yeah. more, more. Give me more. Give me another.
1: And another. Give me another. Uh, but yeah, like now that you mention it, I feel like they could have almost cut that Sahara scene out of the movie and just had him go from getting the, uh, the message thingamabob and then going straight to italy and just having the uh the, the player over there in italy somewhere you know
0: i mean that would be interesting i like it like the editing to me isn't really that much of an issue other than i think that the movie could have been two or three minutes shorter yeah like we're not it doesn't feel like we're missing whole you know like
1: oh even though it's a little on the long side i feel like the pacing of the movie is generally pretty good.
0: Yeah, like it was like every ten um, minutes there's a nice action beat or There's, there's
1: maybe only like one or two parts where they kind of just like stop everything going on. And they're like, all right, let, let me let's explain this thing here real quick, you know? Uh blah 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 trident, blah blah blah. Uh original King of Atlantis and then they're like, all right, no, now we keep going and we can continue what we're doing. It's like, okay, alright, get Exposition. You know it happens. Still not as much as Fantastic beats 2, so it's fine.
0: Um, there. W- I'm trying to think of like what else can we like praise. We've pretty much said a lot of stuff. We really uh, think the action was like spawning, especially that moment. I'll, I'll say this: like this felt like James Wan just took like the best Jeff John pages of any Aquaman comic book and just like here's what I want to see. Boom, and he executed that. Yeah, but, yeah. But put his own spin on it. His own. There were definitely
1: a couple of moments where I feel like. I was watching a uh, panel from a comic come to life, especially like the scene where Aquaman uh, appears from the waterfall with his brand new trident and the, the orange suit. That I feel like that could that could have been like a nice full page spread in a comic somewhere. Would have been nice and epic to see. So I feel like stuff, stuff like that. There's those little moments like that sprinkled throughout that we're kind of just like, yeah, yeah, I'm digging this right now.
0: The overall looks of Orm, black, mana, Aquaman, Mera... Even Volko looked amazing. Yeah,
1: a lot, of, a lot of the Atlantean costumes were fantastic.
0: Like, definitely should have. Someone should get at least nominated for an Academy Award for best costume. Clearly, Suicide Squad had the better costumes here
1: because they got an award, and uh, Aquaman has not got an award yet. Um,
0: <laughs> were there any other things that you kind of like? Man, I wish this would have worked better in the movie, or I wish this scene would have been shortened and would give us more this or that was there anything else in the film uh, outside of some of the things we have already mentioned um,
1: I kind of understand why it's not this way but I would have liked to have seen more references to previous events from the movies I, I, I guess they brought up Steppenwolf once just like really briefly they're like you, already, you took down Steppenwolf you know you can become king of Atlantis of course you can like it was like a throwaway line. Basically, yeah. It's like are we are we not gonna acknowledge that the Justice League exists and that they saved the world not too long ago? No? Okay, okay. That's fine. Are we not gonna acknowledge the Amazons in this movie or anything?
0: I mean, I would have liked to have seen like Wonder Woman pop up at the end. Was there an end credits sequence? There was only the mid credits. Which was uh
1: Black Mana getting retrieved by the uh, do you remember the the like uh, professor dude that was on the t v talking about the atlanian yeah, event? yeah, I didn't see that, yeah,
0: so spoilers, yeah,
1: so that dude uh manages like finds black mana like floating in the ocean he saves him, and then at the very end he's like black man' resting in bed and the professor guy's like messing around with his equipment and he's he recognizes it as being partially atlantean and then like black man wakes up and they're like he, the professor guy's like Where'd you get this? The landing, isn't it? And so it, it's kinda of hinting that in the next adventure, or next Aquaman or next whatever, that those two are gonna be like teaming up and getting into some trouble. Two grown men getting into trouble. Oh no. Um what'd you think of the score? Uh very solid. Very solid. I I I do think the trailer music was the best music we got out of uh the whole thing. Uh, but there were definitely a couple of moments in the the movie itself where the score would come up and um, it it really did enhance the scenes going on it really did uh, bring more enjoyment to everything going on it it wasn't one of those soundtracks where everything just kind of goes in the background and you barely notice
0: it like Age of Ultron
1: oh there was a soundtrack for that movie wasn't there like I liked (laughs)
0: it the only thing I didn't like the Pitbull song I don't remember the Pitbull song you don't remember the Pitbull song Where, where was it at I think as they were traveling to the desert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're up in the plane. So, I, I barely remember that. Um, I really yeah, I missed the mid-credit sequences, but oh well, pr- that will be on YouTube soon enough.
1: They're they're probably already on there somewhere.
0: <laughs> so, where do you see the DCEU going from here on out because now we have two very successful uh DC films. You know, Wonder Woman was hugely successful, massively successful, critically and uh, financially. Um, Aquaman, you know, I think it's sitting at like 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good. I mean, it's not, it's not...
1: It's, it's more positive than negative.
0: Yeah. It's not as good as, you know, Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman sits at like 93%. But, you know, it's sitting at over $500 million in like less than a week at the worldwide box office. So. Yeah. Where do you see this going? Do you think they're going to continue on with these films, kind of like wait it out, see what happens? Because, you know, there is a merger that still needs to take place. Yeah,
1: that that, uh, merger is supposed to be happening sometime next year, supposedly. Um, I I do think it's actually quite a big deal right now that we're in this position where uh, the two most successful DC movies we've had or will have are two movies that are not like they're not like being held up by batman or superman that the two most iconic dc characters like that's always been a big criticism of like the animated movies in my opinion where it's like you look at them and it's just like batman 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 superman superman batman batman wonder woman batman batman flash it's like there's so much batman in the animated movies but here in the live action sphere no, it's, it's actually Aquaman and Wonder Woman that are kind of like carrying the torch. They're kind of like being the front runners. They're the leaders of this this universe at the moment, and it makes me very hopeful that DC is going to look at this and they're going to continue to to try to give these other characters a chance to shine in the spotlight. Obviously, we got Shazam coming up. Uh, Wonder Woman has a sequel coming up. I feel pretty confident that we're going to eventually see an Aquaman sequel. I hope eventually they. Uh, They figure out their behind-the-scenes troubles, and they get a Flash going. Uh, I want to see a Green Lantern going eventually. Stuff like that. Even if it turns out it's going to be a while before we get any any more Superman or Batman or whatever's going to happen to those franchises, uh, I I still feel pretty confident that everything else going on will be satisfactory.
0: So what what do you need to see? Do you think they should uh, really make aquaman they should fast track an aquaman sequel bring back james wan make sure that they get the script right make sure like they you know deal with all that or do you think they should kind of wait a little bit and let you know the merger happen and see who's left Uh. you know in charge or have the keys to the castle
1: it's hard to say because who who knows what's going to happen after that merger happens everything could be exactly the same they could just uproot everything and just totally reboot everything who knows i i, I doubt the latter will be the case but uh i would i would totally be in favor of them uh fast tracking the sequel you know keeping james juan on board he killed this movie and it'd be a shame if they kind of let him go and he starts getting busy busy with other projects and is not able to make time for any future dc movies uh, you know give this man some work you know give him something to do is so you, you got a winner on your hands
0: well what is interesting is what will the after effect of Aquaman be for this d c cinematic universe um we saw what the after effect of b v s man of steel justice League we saw what the effect for the slate of films was because of that now what i 've noticed is that With the DC films, the more films that uh, celebrate its history, celebrate the mythology, and really don't have a lot of interconnected or or connective tissue to other DC films, they seem to be quite successful. Mm, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Solo Takes, both origin films, both really... You know, keeping the DC universe alive and like $550 million. You know, I think it's been out in US theaters since Friday. Did 72 or 73 million on that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it's will be interesting to see what the after effect is. What's going to happen if it hits a billion? What's going to happen if it doesn't hit a billion? Yeah. You know, what, what are these things going to be? I hope that they do bring James Wan back. I think, you know, we had Dan on last time and he really, you know, it's like it's a foregone conclusion. Aquaman's going to there's going to be an Aquaman sequel. They're going to they're going to really, you know, want that to happen because it's a hugely successful um hugely successful film. So I do want them to but I want them to take their time. I don't really want this yeah. to become like Star Wars. We're getting, like, a Star Wars movie every year. Like, I would like to see Aquaman, you know, show up in Wonder Woman 84. I'd like to see what Aquaman show up in Shazam. You know, just, you know, because that'd be, you know, awesome to really kind of see that sort of thing. But I just want them to get the script right. We have the world built. Let's make sure that you're honing in on your story. Yeah. Making sure that that narrative means something. Where the stakes are even higher this time around. Where you're really diving deeper into the history, the mythology of Atlantis and Arthur. You know, what's his life like now with Queen Atlanta? She's back in the fold. What's, you know, now he's the king. Are there warring factions of the other, you know, you know, seven seas, you know, it's interesting to see what is going to happen. But at the end of what I think, what I hope for is James Wan gets brought back. He gets a two picture deal really works on not only a Aquaman 2 script but he he gets the keys to Justice League 2
1: Mm, yeah yeah
0: I think that he would be a perfect fit you know for Justice League 2 really but if the studio is more inclined to sit back reassess everything after the merger that's fine I'm good with that as long as they are still trying to put out the best quality when it comes to these DC films. Now we have Shazam coming out in April. What's that going to do? Is that going to bolster? Is that yeah, really, really going to bolster that-, that Shazam? uh You know, marketing. I mean, why didn't they have, I didn't see a Shazam movie trailer in front of Aquaman. There was for showing. Really? Yeah. I didn't get that. So, but like I said, going forward, what they, what needs to be done. Um, what needs to be done, and what's important, is to make sure that, as good as this film is, they really, really go for broke in the next one. Make sure that script is perfect. Show us more Atlantis. So let's see yeah. some higher stakes, because they have they have a billion dollar. I think this movie is going to hit a billion.
1: It, it it's on pace. It seems like so far.
0: It's definitely on pace, and like I've thought, BBS was going to be, you know, a billion dollar billion dollar franchise. But uh <laughs> nope, it's Aquaman. <laughs> and I thought Wonder Woman was going to come close too. But it didn't. I mean, I'm still happy with the the box office of, you know, of Wonder Woman, but what, I was hoping that. What did Wonder Woman finish at? 7 or 8? Oh, yeah, Aquaman's already like right there then. So that's at 550. They have, you know, the long holiday.
1: Yeah, we still got uh, New Year's coming up, so that's that's a pretty popular movie day right there.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go see it again. I'm going to see it with my mom. My mom wants to go see there it. There you go. So are you going to see it multiple times? Or? I'm probably going to go see it at least one more time.
1: I, I, and, I, and I normally don't see movies more than once. Very rarely the way I go see movies multiple times. Uh, but this, I feel like this one definitely warrants it. There, there's enough entertainment here in the package... Warrant me going spending
0: a couple more bucks on their ticket. Um, do you think that they should kind of stick with this? Let's just keep moving these solos, and then maybe um, do a team up.
1: I mean, I, I suppose that would be the best direction. Because, because what's the alternative? They just go for a team up immediately. I don't think that's going to happen. I feel like uh, Warner Bros. was stung pretty badly by Justice League so it's going to be quite a while before they attempt anything like that again uh but you know obviously this the solo projects seem to be working you know Wonder Woman is successful Aquaman is proven to be pretty successful Shazam's coming up uh but we do have a couple of other things in the pipeline too we got Birds of Prey on the way uh supposedly there's another Suicide Squad being made um so I yeah, mean, Batman's gonna be we, a we, thing. Technically, Batman's still being made, although that who knows how long that's gonna be before we see that. Uh, we we were talking with Dan last time how it seems like it's taking forever for that project to get off the ground. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything going on with the project or anything. It's just they're taking their sweet time with that for sure. They want to make sure the next Batman is perfect.
0: They should make sure that all these films are perfect. Oh yeah. So they shouldn't. You should always. You know, go go for you know your best product. So, but well, this film is going to help the library of Justice League. It's going to help, you know, it's going to help the box office. I think it's going to have a positive impact on the box office of Shazam. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So, I'm I'm quite excited for Shazam. Me, not so much. I'm kind of I'm still kind of like. Show me that next trailer. I, I think we're going to get a trailer here in uh, in January, early uh, January.
1: Yeah, it comes out in April. Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're getting there. It's about time for trailer number two. I would imagine. I don't. Well, yeah, I don't know. You know, no. Yeah, they'll probably have a trailer number two, and then they'll probably do third one just before it comes out. Right. That's usually what happens. is like three trailers.
0: Well, how many trailers do we get for? DVS yeah, Justice League Aquaman Wonder Woman. We don't talk
1: about those ones. <laughs> so no, no. I'm pretty sure there was like three or four.
0: Um, man, like we kind of like zoomed through this review. We I want to see it again and give it another.
1: Yeah, I I definitely need to go see it again. I I don't know. I, I don't know if I could give it an exact score before seeing it again because. There's definitely a couple of things that like hold it back from being amazing in my book, but it's like, are these really issues that are worth considering, or are they just like the minors of minor gripes? I'm not really sure.
0: I give it an A-, it's solid. Um, it could have gone a little bit deeper. Love the action, love Jason Momoa, love Black mana, love the end sequence, that third act is spellbinding. You know, they really put, you know, the money. They marketed this film correctly. You know, everything just seems to be hitting on all cylinders with this film. Um, my overall thoughts on it, is, like I said, A-minus. Minor qualms, minor issues, minor, bu- minor bugs. Um, where does this film to you stand up next to the other DC films?
1: I, I would say that it's definitely a lot closer to a Wonder Woman than any other movie in my opinion. Um so like if I if I was rating them all, Aquaman would probably be my second favorite behind Wonder Woman. But like I said, I do need to see it again. Uh maybe I'll enjoy it a lot more the second time around. Maybe I won't. It's kind of hard to say. Uh like I said, when I first saw it, I felt like the pacing and all that was good. But that that's that's definitely a feeling that can change and repeat viewings. And I've had that happen to me to a lot of movies where I'm like, oh man, that felt like a really fast movie, and then I go see it a second time and i just like, oh my god, this is slow as hell. I, I don't think that's going to be the issue for Aquaman, though. Like, All the scenes, none, none of the scenes are filmed in a way that where they drag on, they're too long. There's always enough action, enough going on to keep you entertained.
0: So rank the DC films as it sits with Aquaman in there. Oh, you want me to do that?
1: Starting from the bottom, Suicide Squad, Justice League, BVS, Man of Steel, Aquaman, Wonder Woman.
0: For me, it's going to go Suicide Squad, Justice League, BVS, Man of Steel. Wonder Woman, Aquaman. All right. All right. I think I just was spelled like what he was able to do with it. So ambitious. So ambitious to really give us something that we've really never seen before. They just need to give this dude a sequel. Make this happen. Come on, James Wan. We need you. Come on. Make it make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Is there anything else? I feel like the, where are we at? Like 30 minutes probably? I
1: do not know. Like, Like, it's hard to... Really quantify negatives or, or positives, I should say. When you're like, when you're mostly positive with something, it's so easy just to be like, "Oh yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good," and then it's it's only really when you're describing why something's
0: bad, it, does it get kind of easy, right? So that's gonna be it for one twenty five. Peace.